Welcome to Cafecito with Rosie on air, where you'll get to know local professionals, entrepreneurs, movers, and shakers, and how they're helping their community. Hear exclusive interviews from thriving individuals, get inspired, and learn from them. And now, your host, author, speaker, commissioner, Medicare broker, business owner, published author, and business trailblazer, Rosie Paulson. Welcome to Cafecito with Rosie on air. I am Rosie Paulson and I'm the owner of SNR Services and Rosie Paulson Enterprises. I am a commissioner, a speaker, a Medicare insurance broker, and in 2020, I became the published author of the book, Nieke, The Mindset to Get What You Want. My brand promise is knowledge, connection, success. And Cafecito with Rosie is a showcase of business owners in the community, who they are, what they do, and how they impact our legacy for our future generations. Today, I am honored to introduce another person. I call her compatriota because she was also born in Ecuador like me, and her name is Johanna Apollo, and her story is inspiring. Johanna was diagnosed with bilateral optic nerve atrophy when she was seven years old, a virus that had attacked her optic system and uh, her, uh, her optic nerve, and it caused severe damage to her sight. Her family immigrated to uh, the United States when she was 14. Moving to the United States was certainly a culture shock, and I can attest to that. <laughs> she never spoke or read English before, but immediately fell in love with the United States and the opportunity that was presented to her here. Um, she successfully graduated from Lakewood High School and went on to St. Petersburg College. She was determined to succeed and kept looking for opportunities to advance herself and never let an obstacle get in the way to keep her from succeeding. Um, her passion today, her passion now is to inspire and motivate others that, that, is, that are struggling due to vision loss. She has founded Jojo Simple Life coaching where she empowers men and women with visual impairments to break through their barriers and became, become independent. No one should go through hardships alone. Jojo, how are you, honey? Welcome. Hi, Rosie. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm doing great. And you? Fine, fine, fine. So tell me, we are both originally from Ecuador, and I am so excited about that because it's so exciting. To me, it's just, uh, um, it, it, I cannot tell you how emotional that I found another Ecuadorian that loves this country as much as I do. Um, and, and it's just em embracing this whole American dream like I am. So tell me a little bit about who you are, your family, how long have you been living in the Tampa Bay area? Who is Johanna Apollo? Yes, I know, like at the beginning, it's so exciting to meet somebody else from your own country. So it's exciting when I met you. I've been living in the Tampa Bay area for 22 years with my family. We first came, it was my parents and my oldest sister. And of course, my middle sister and the rest of the huge family is back home. Um, I can tell you that I am a family oriented. I love 
spending time with my family, my friends. And now my passion is to help other people who have gone through the same process as me, who have either right now a vision loss or who are going through that process and are struggling in a certain part of their life. So I just want to help them um, instead of them going through an error, I mean, I'm sorry, instead of them going through a trial and error, I can help them and guide them since I didn't have that person when I was little. We are created with a purpose, right? That only we can fulfill. And sometimes that purpose comes from adversities and challenges. There is a saying that says heroes are born from adversity. And that's how you look at life is the attitude of when you have this obstacles that you have to overcome, how do you see that? Do you see it as a halfway full or halfway empty kind of attitude? And I am so excited because I see that what you did is took this opportunity, this challenge, made it your life story and run with it. And now you're helping others because we have this thing to share with the world. And I am glad that you're doing that. But how did you realize that that would have been something that that inspired others um, to do what you do now? When I started high school, again, I didn't speak the language and I didn't know what other services were available for a person who has a visual impairment. But one of my ESL teachers, um, her sister knew all of the services. So Thanks to her, I was able to successfully graduate and I was provided all the services, the equipment to help me read because without that equipment, I'm not able to read any book. And after that, I just said I was very lucky to have that teacher in my life that after that, everything became easier. Uh, it was hard, of course, an obstacle of the language and the vision, but because of that person, uh, it made everything different. And then I said, you know, I want to give back to the community. I just don't want to leave it just like that. I want to help other people. And so it would be an easier journey for them. Yes. And, you know, I was talking to another of our networking bodies that just had a one-to-one um, a, uh, -one with you. And he was talking about the ADA approved website and how uh, perhaps a, a person with your impairment um, cannot read uh, certain things on the website. So he instructed me in a lot of things that although I had a little bit of experience because of my Medicare business, I do deal with people with disabilities. I wasn't aware to the part of the website. So I think the American Disability Act or the ADA was very important to get that message out there. That is not that you cannot do the same things a person without a disability does. It's just you have a different ability and you just need to accommodate those needs um, so you can function and, and just live a, a, a life, a successful life like everybody else. Yes, you're right, because uh, there's, I mean, anybody with any type of disability, they are able to accomplish anything. It might take us a little bit longer, but with some accommodations, then we can accomplish it. And yes, uh, the ADA has changed a lot of things now in the workforce, in the school environment, which is amazing. And we still need to 
work even harder for other things to change as well. Yeah, and I think this is not only uh, local because I, with the whole um, part of the pandemic and the video accessing globally, now you are able to help internationally to other people that perhaps are going through what happened to you, correct? Yes, I was able to help um, people from Bangladesh, from India, from Singapore, where before years back, I wouldn't be able to. So what happened last year, it opened a lot of doors and in different Facebook groups, I was able to reach out to more people than I would have done at other years. So if you could go back in time and tell your younger self, right, um, mm -hmm. something, uh, what would that one thing be? It would be don't give up. Things are going to get easier. Just believe in yourself because your potential is limitless. Just go for it and you're going to do great. Oh, that is so empowering. This morning I was talking to my emotional coach and, and we did this little exercise where she made me picture the little Rosie, right? The ba the, the younger <laughs> Rosie. And, and I have uh, a, a picture that I always kind of use as my visual, which I now I'm going to have to find it in my parents' uh, uh, albums. Um, but it, she reminds me of always going back to her. Um, she She did she did the best she could with what she could with what she had and i just need to continue to reinforce that personality spiritually that little girl um and those words that i think what i was looking and craving for at that time mm -hmm. but i can now say in myself as an adult to where perhaps at one point or another i didn't have that um as um insurance or that uh assurance i will say that feeling that I was loved and I was secure and that everything was going to be okay. So, I, yeah, it is one of those things. We are all created for a purpose and you are needed and we all are, um, we are not mistakes. We need to be here because that is our path and that's where our why and our purpose and, our, and uh, how we're going to fulfill what we were created to be. Um, I have another question and tell me uh, if you can tell me a story where um, perhaps you are able to, well, you were able to overcome a challenge or perhaps you're working in a challenge right now. Um, what will that story be or what will you share with somebody else that perhaps is going through the same thing? One of the challenges that it happened to me when I was in college there was this company where they prepared the test so you can get your certification. One of the accommodations that I needed was to be able to use the computer because for me it's easier just to zoom in and just to look at the questions and navigate through, the, through them. But the only thing that they had was this equipment that is called CCTV. It looks like a computer and underneath it you can put a, a book and it will magnify as much as you want to. The only thing is that with that, it will take me longer. Even though I had the accommodation of double time, um, it will still take me longer and it was difficult. So I talked to them, they said that it will take two years to actually get that accommodation, to get um, into the Zoom text in the computer and have the test there. Um, I did take the test, I didn't pass because I, I ran out of time. 
So I had to talk to another organization, uh, Division of Blind Service, and they were able to help me with a um, with a lawyer, with an attorney, so they can help me. It's for people who have a disability. I still continue working with those with the people of this agency for the test. They still were telling me two years, two years. I kept emailing probably 20 different people. And at the end, you know, I persevered. Like I didn't give up to what they were telling me. No, it's two years. Finally, with the attorney, um, it worked out. And after two months, I was actually able to have that um, program, that accommodation that I needed. And after I had it, I passed the test. So I just saw it as an opportunity that for other people, they are going to have the opportunity. They don't have to fight for it and they can just use the Zoom text. Oh, wow. And I call that ñeque, right? We both know yes. what ñeque means in, in our country. And don't tell an Ecuadorian not to do something. I think that's one of the things that, that we are well known from. We will get it done somehow, somewhere. And that's that grit and perseverance. Mm-hmm. And good for you. Good for you. Because now you have made a change and an impact for our future generations, your legacy, that's, that's going to be one of the legacies that you will leave to change uh, in the future, right? Generations mm -hmm. to come, what it used to take two years, your grit and, and, and persistence made it that it was only two months. And after that, you were able to graduate and do everything that you needed. Did you pass the test after that? Yes, I passed the test. And then I was thinking also, you have to think in a bigger picture because yes, you're helping yourself to advocate for your own self, but you're also helping other people to advocate for themselves. Great, great. Um, so is there a tool or tip that you have right that you have learned as an entrepreneur or as you start in your coaching business that you would like to share with another business owner that perhaps is starting uh, a business what the one thing will be that if you ever can go back to the beginning of your coaching career say hmm i will do this different i would have to say networking mm -hmm. networking is um, something very, a big concept where you are going to meet a lot of people who you can work with them and collaborate, not to think about, you know, what you can get out of it, but to think more like, how can we help each other as a community? Because you never know, like, who's going through the same thing as you, you never know who needs your services. So the first thing would have to be look at your groups, look at your community. Are there any other entrepreneurs that you can work with? Um, right now, of course, we're doing everything virtually. So just go to Facebook, find groups. And then when we are able to see each other more often, find out in meetups or different other organizations. Yeah, and let's give a big shout out to where we met, which is Babel Networking. Um, yes. You can find us in, in virtually in Facebook and in, in LinkedIn. But Babel Networking, I believe, has done a lot for my business. How about your business? Yes, it has done a lot of things for me personally and professionally. I have met a lot of great people, one like you. <laughs> You're an amazing person that I just met because of going to Babel. And it just everything happened amazing, like just on the right time. I met so many great people who now have helped me and, you know, make my business even grow. 
Yeah, and I believe your opportunity because you you just had a, a feature on one of the local news, uh, the local um, um, news, right? In the TV. Yes. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yes, Channel Eight um, with one of the persons actually from uh, Babel. She shared my story, Jenny's. She shared my story, and then one of the reporters, Marco Villarreal. He got uh -huh. interested in my story and he came to my house and he interviewed me and we did it in both. We did it in English and Spanish. So I was in both uh, portions of the channel eight, which oh. was an amazing, an, ex an amazing experience. Yes. And were you natural? Were you nervous? At the beginning? Yes, I was nervous because I, I'm the type of person that wants to know details. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't know what to expect, even though he told me, you know, I'm not going to ask you questions about what's happening in Iraq. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, otherwise I would have gotten to YouTube and find some information. <laughs> but, you know, it was it was great. Yes, and I think it's because you were sharing your why, and that that's what mm -hmm. makes it important because you can talk about your passion forever and ever and ever, and you just got to remember that, think that the whole world is not watching you even though they are, but mm -hmm. you're just sharing your story, and that's what gives you the strength to continue. So, well, great. Now, do you and your, uh, your family, you say your sister and you came uh, over, um, did you have any more family come over? No, I only have my parents, my sister, and of course, um, her family grew. So I have two nieces and my brother-in-law and the rest of the family is back in Ecuador. But okay. they keep coming, you know, to visit. Uh, so we go to Disney and different places. Yeah. And have you been to Ecuador? Have you been back to Ecuador? No, I haven't gone back. They always come over here, and which is very interesting that last time for Mother's Day, we had a virtual party that we say until 2 a.m., which usually, as you know, um, in the Hispanic world, we stay until the next day for a party. <laughs> I could, I, yes. I, you know, I've been back to Ecuador three times um, since I left, and I believe it was, oh, my gosh, 1988. Um, but every time, I mean, I love coming I, I love my heritage but there's mm -hmm. nothing like coming back to my country uh, the United States and just like yes Jesus yes I love Ecuador but I love being an American more because it's just here there's so much organization and then laws to follow and sometimes in Ecuador as much as I love that uh they don't follow rules and <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and, and, I agree. And then let's not even talk about the driving part because people drive like <laughs> maniacs over there. So it's not, uh, I although I drove in one of the times that I was there, but it was more to the mountains. So there was not that mm -hmm. many traffic. It was mm -hmm. not, it was not as bad as, as it is now. It's crazy, crazy. See, that's a great thing about me. I don't have to drive. <laughs> so I don't have to be scared about, you know, the side, the, uh, the roads, which are very narrow, and then on the right side, you look at a cliff. <laughs> That's about things. I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, well, and when you really drive in the middle of Quito, like the colonial Quito, the, the, the streets mm -hmm. are up in, in hills, and yeah. you can get stuck in the top of the hill with the red light, and you have to now shift 
gears to continue to go and then you know that the car is going to roll back a little bit and it's like oh my god no i don't know how i can do that and that's why we love florida because it's flat as it can be mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> and you will never have to experience how to shift gears really quickly so you don't fall off the mountain <laughs> i know and i love florida um it's the only state where I've been living, but I, I just love the whole U.S. Uh, there are so many opportunities, so many fantastic people that I've met in here. And like I, like you said as well, I love Ecuador. My mm -hmm. culture and my traditions, I have them and I use them every single day. But the United States, it's my home too. Yeah, yeah. And, and visiting other other. Um, locations in the, in, in the United States has always been a great uh, inspiration to continue to to learn where we came from and to be grateful to this amazing country, country that have accepted us as one of their own, right? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, if you can share to a person that is culturally shocked, like you and I, when we arrive here, <laughs> this is our last kind of like last segment and last question. What would you tell that person that's the one thing they need to know about the American culture that will be, you know how they say when Americans go to uh, Mexico, if you know, donde está el baño and two more beers or dos cervezas, and then you'll be <laughs> fine in, in Mexico. What will that one culture thing will be here in the United States? I would have to say, uh, okay, this is a funny story. If you buy soap, just make sure that is, um, I'm not soap, um, lotion. Make sure that is lotion because the first thing that I bought in here and pay attention to the little letters, pay attention to what it says because it's not what you think. So we thought that it was lotion and we've been putting every single night soap. <laughs> it was soap uh, like for the shower. And yeah, so those type of things, like just read everything make sure that you pay attention to what's in front of you, what, you know, the little um, signs, just uh -huh. remember those type of things and learn about the culture because yeah, that's true. You're going to a different country and it is a culture shock, but you also need to hug it in a way and just um, learn more about it. Well, Johanna, it has been inspiring to me to have you and in my show tonight. Thank you so much. And thank you for everything that you do for our community. Thank you so much again for inviting me. Great. And networking is one of the things that we spoke with Johanna about. And networking is a commitment that takes time and effort. And like she mentioned, my friends, it's not about what you can get out of it. It's about what you can contribute to this group of individuals that together will make a difference, a difference that will impact our community. So what is the attitude? What is the legacy that you want to leave? Well, remember, my friends, this is how you can leave your purpose. Think about it. What do you want people to remember you by? And don't forget, Stay pure, stay positive, and then stay inspired. Ciao!
You just enjoyed another episode of Cafecito with Rosie on air. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and visit www.rosiepaulson.com to learn more about Rosie Paulson Enterprises. Stay pure, stay positive, stay inspired.